world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. This 4th of July, as we go about our activities with family and friends, we should all take some time to reflect upon the true significance of the holiday. Yes, it's a celebration of our country's declaration of independence from Great Britain, but it is much more than that. It's a celebration of an idea that was revolutionary then, and unfortunately is still considered revolutionary by many today. The Declaration of Independence boldly states, We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights. Among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. That whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and institute a new government. This revolutionary declaration is the foundation of American political thought and has inspired millions around the world for the 235 years since Thomas Jefferson wrote it. The common view at the time was that rights were granted by the government to the people. Instead, Jefferson declared there is a higher law unalienable rights that every human has by their mere existence. Government only has those powers granted to it by the people to protect these natural rights. Unfortunately today, it seems that many have rejected Jefferson's declaration and have returned to the antiquated idea of government supremacy. They define patriotism as supporting the government. Most disheartening of all are the discussions about the Constitution. Political commentators, major party politicians, and Supreme Court nominees talk about our constitutional rights as if the government were granting us our rights through the Constitution. Nothing could be farther from the truth. In the Constitution, the Founders again made it abundantly clear that all power comes from the people. The Constitution is a document where people have granted the government certain limited powers. We, the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity, do ordain and establish this Constitution for the United States of America. Benjamin Franklin said, They that can give up essential liberty to obtain a little temporary safety deserve neither liberty nor safety. The author of this thoughtful, powerfully written piece, Mr. Jim Ronstadt, suggests that we take a moment this 4th of July from our celebrations, that we might reflect on the Founders' vision for America, 
and how, if I might add, we ever let it get so far astray. Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline. This is Gun for Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Happy Independence Day. Yes, Independence Day, where we uh, celebrate the freedom where a few farmers and aristocrats got together and risked it all for everything. Many people forget that, but uh, Jefferson, Adams, Madison, people should do some studying out there. Maybe watch some PBS shows or a few things (laughs) like that, rather than just thinking it's all about barbecues and fireworks. You know, you do have to exercise your freedom in order to keep it. Yeah, let's let's talk about bizarro world and being upside down. So, <laughs> okay, you know, two or three weeks ago, Governor Murphy uh, signed a bill into law that if you're a landlord, you can't ask somebody what their criminal background is. Now, as a libertarian, I'm okay with that. Yeah, because we shouldn't discriminate against somebody for mistakes they made. If if I'm a landlord and I'm looking to rent to you, if you fit the profile, like maybe I don't want dogs or I don't want over a 30-pound dog, I don't want more than three kids. So if your family fits that profile and you have show me that you have gainful employment and you have references and maybe I have to run a credit report or whatever, your criminal background shouldn't matter, right? Right, yeah. Fine, so I'm okay with that. So now one of my customers come in. I'm going to say his name is Ralphie. Ralphie comes in, he's been living in the same place for numerous years, and he gets a new lease, and the new lease has a paragraph that says, the tenant, household members, guests, and other persons, other than tenants control, shall refrain from the use and or possession on or near the landlord's property of guns, firearms, operable or inoperable. What? Wait, nunchucks. Or similar instruments, <laughs> blackjacks, and explosive devices. Oh, my God. This is arcane language. Where did this come from? Blackjacks? <laughs> yeah, many? and nunchucks. <laughs> and nunchucks. I was going to have Bruce Lee over. Yeah. <laughs> and now <laughs> I can't. now I can't. So, so, remember I said that gun owners, law-abiding gun owners, were treated like sex offenders. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. So... It, listen, and I agree as a libertarian, The crim- if you have a criminal background, you should still be able to find a place to live. You should be able yes. to rehabilitate. You should be able to Absolutely. assimilate in our society. But now you're telling somebody, which, by the way, this is a, a, this is a uh, constitutional violation right here. Oh, yeah. If I legally rent something from you, as long as what I'm doing in that abode is not illegal. Right. It's okay for me to do it. Yeah, and possessing right. firearms is legal. Right. Per- possessing nunchucks is legal. Right. 
All right, this is what goes on. They're constantly doxing us and outing us and pushing us. The law-abiding, tax-paying citizens, the law-abiding gun owners constantly being pushed down this rabbit hole where we're embarrassed to say so do you own guns yeah i own guns right yeah, right somebody coined the term what closet gun owners in yep. new jersey that's right was that you about 10 and a half years ago about something like that yep <laughs> so that's what they want us to be so now a normal person who maybe makes 50 60 thousand dollars a year would read this and go oh damn i can't own guns right Am I going to hire uh, Dan Schmutter or Evan Knappen or somebody, a $10,000 retainer, and fight this? And is it worth fighting it for a $1,500 a month apartment or right. whatever it may be? Right. So this is another way to take our God-given right to defend ourselves and our family. Rules for radicals. Away from, exactly. Yeah. And it's, it's pathetic when you think about it. Now, Sandy, you also coined another phrase. Uh, I think it was you, uh, that what happens in New Jersey doesn't stay in New Jersey? Yes. You're pretty good at this. <laughs> so, I'm uh, the phrasemeister, I guess. <laughs> the yeah. phrasemeister. New Jersey Attorney General stepping down to investigate financial misconduct with the SEC. Grubel Gruel is leaving. <laughs> Yay! Maybe. <laughs> I feel bad. I feel bad uh, for anybody being investigated by the SEC. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, he's got a wild hair for everybody. Uh, yeah, he's not gonna he's not gonna take any uh, crap or anything. Uh, I wonder how he, many uh, I wonder how many gun and firearms related companies are going to be investigated all of a sudden. For, for oh, <laughs> good angle! Didn't even think about that. So, so we have an interim AG was appointed, and I find this whole virtual signaling thing disgusting. And here's what happens. So this is the newswire. Murphy appoints interim New Jersey Attorney General after Gruel's departure. Governor Phil Murphy has appointed Andrew Bruck, the state's leading assistant attorney general, to be New Jersey's top law enforcement official for the rest of the year. Buck is the first openly gay attorney general in New Jersey. Oh, okay. On. Now, Murphy said he picked him to have a clearer and fairer New Jersey and more represent our makeup in the state. Now, if I was Andrew, I'd be upset. Did I get picked yeah, to be the interim right. AG because Not I'm because gay of, yeah, or because I'm good? Yeah, because I'm a good lawyer or just because of, of, of a sexual preference that I have or the color of my eyes or where I go to church or don't go to church. How ridiculous. I, I actually feel bad for the guy. Yes. I don't care. I don't care what his sexual persuasion right. is. Care I care about what, he, what, his, what his tact is on law-abiding gun owners. Right, exactly. All right, and, but right away Murphy came out and said, "See, we, we we our cabinet has to look like a crayon box, and it has to have every color and every representation in there because well, that's how we pick people, not by their merits." Okay, when you have a cabinet and, that looks like a crayon box. You get people serving who can only write with crayons. Another one. He's the quote meister. Uh, so. Uh, so, yeah, so Andrew Buck, I kind of feel bad for him, 38 or 39 years old, and he was appointed. And, you know, he's going to be forever known as the first openly gay yeah. attorney general in New Jersey. You know, not maybe the first 38-year-old right. Andrew Buck, his name <laughs> right. is. You know, I mean, right. there's, there's so many other things we could celebrate here rather than that. But here we go. That's the way it's uh, Of course, be. they pick Pride Month in order to 
Make the announcement. Right? Yeah, well, we just slipped that in. So I got uh, everybody's getting these um, warnings on Facebook now. Uh, Anthony, you have maybe you have <laughs> maybe you may have been exposed to harmful extremist content recently. Violent groups. Oh, wait, try were to you on uh, Antifa's website or anything? I, I don't know. Oh. But it said violent groups try to manipulate your anger and disappointment. You can take action now to protect yourself and others. Get support from our experts. <laughs> Okay, so I wrote I wrote a thing. I wrote thank you, uh, booster seat bitch, and I put the picture of Zuckerberg um, talking to Congress appearing before Congress, and he's sitting on the booster seat. <laughs> and I got a message from Facebook that it was bullying, and they took the post down. <laughs> it was bullying. Yeah. No, we're just it, stating fact. No, it was bullying. Oh, I see. I, I bullied the booster seat bitch. God okay, I got a support we bully, message. We bully. God, yeah, I bullied the horrible. booster seat bitch. So you the can booster burn seat buildings bitch. down, murder people, shoot cops in the back of the head. And oh, goodness gracious, let's not bully anyone. And how do I bully a guy that spends twenty-four million dollars a year on security for him and his family? Mm. Yeah, you heard that right. Facebook spends twenty-four million dollars a year on booster seat bitches. Um, security armed security. Arm, yeah, oh, well yeah he's anti-gun but it's armed yeah. security because it's okay at, for the first tier to protect their friends and their family and their loved ones with guns but it's not okay for us the third tier to protect ourselves yeah that's right just to it's protect ourselves it's completely bass backwards okay and by the way the washington post who's no friends of ours you know jeff bezos and all yep. those people they gave joe biden four pinocchios for saying second amendment bans cannon ownership you can <laughs> own a cannon sleepy joe they came to the farmers for their cannons and said please well they didn't say please they said you must bring your cannons Idiot. You know Biden, the one that said, the tree of liberty must be refreshed from time to time with, you know, the thing. The thing. <laughs> <laughs> He's so out of it. It's oh, unbelievable. It's, it's really elder abuse. It, it, it is so sad. So you all so know, you all know in New Jersey that if you're a citizen of the state of New Jersey, a resident of New Jersey, when you go to motor vehicles, you have to produce all kinds of points and stuff, right? Of course. Yes. And if you're an illegal, you just need an affidavit that says who you are. Right. So you get your friend next door to write up a thing. Yes, this <laughs> is uh, John Johnson. Right. And uh, you bring that to motor vehicle and they give you your driver's license. <laughs> right, exactly. But here's what's happening. I haven't seen the new New Jersey driver's license yet. Mine's still the, the plastic one. Yeah, but the too. new New Jersey's driver's license feel fake. What do you mean? And it's causing problems because people think they are fake. I received a message from a friend of a friend from Trenton that yeah. the licenses are being made so that they're easily copied to encourage illegals to get fake driver's licenses and if voter ID passes federally or at the state level in the future they will be able to use fraudulent ID to vote you're kidding so our state you know because not like September 11th happened where yeah, we gave yeah, people yeah. driver's license yeah. without all the background it's not like that happened that was only 20 years ago yeah right okay 
So the driver's licenses are looking cheap and very easy to replicate on purpose. <laughs> How do you like that? Make us less safe for votes. If that is not an example of first, second, and third tier, I don't know what is. Yo, absolutely. Okay. So the documents feel fake, which is going to be good for the people who are, go you know, I mean, let's face it, Sandy, today, if you have a laminating machine, a color copier or something, yeah, and an art guy, yeah. you know, uh, I probably, yeah. Matt could probably bust out driver's licenses that look better than the real driver's license. <laughs> exactly. If, <laughs> if, if he wanted to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they're getting reports where people are thinking it's not a real driver's license. And I heard that this is all, again, another plot from the first tier coming down and figuring out another way to screw us. How do yeah, you feel to, about that? Uh, steal the election to steal forever. Yeah, forever. Steal well, we just had a Supreme Court ruling. Uh, in Arizona, six to three, where they will not allow ballot harvesting, and you can't drop your ballots off at a different place. They have to be dropped off in your voting district, which led a huge blow to the federal administration. Uh, just like Kamala Harris visiting El Paso 93 <laughs> days late in the wrong, yeah, border, the wrong border area. <laughs> oh, okay. A place and, where there's nobody coming over, yeah. So right now the, the U.S. Border Protection says over a million people have crossed in and been released. So it's probably closer to 2 million. Yeah, if they said a million. You know yeah, it's, it's probably, probably closer to 2 million. But again, it's all future votes. So what? We sacrifice our country. Again, you got to read the rise and fall of the Roman Empire, That's ladies right. and gentlemen. We're, That's we're here. exactly what happened. We, we are here, and this is not a good thing. Uh, my buddy, uh, my buddy Mark S. I don't want to say his last name. He sent me an unclassified office of the director of national intelligence. Domestic violence extremist extremism poses heightened threat in 2021, and uh, basically, uh, all the threats are uh, <laughs> it's us gun people. Mm. Uh, ethnically motivated violent extremists, okay, derived from bias related to race or ethnicity. We can blame the press for that, by the way. Yep. yep. Uh, animal rights, environmental violent extremists. Well, I could be an extremist too. If I see somebody abuse an oh, animal, I'm yeah, probably going to get extreme. Yeah. Okay. Follow suit with you. Uh, yeah. Another one would be uh, abortion related violent extremists. You know, because the the, the pro life and pro choice people are, you know, they're like gun people. Yep. Uh, you're either on one side or the other. There's not many in between. Uh, Anti-government, anti-authority, violent extremists, which are per perceived social, economic, or racial hierarchies, or perceived governmental overreach, negligent, or illegitimacy. Again, we can blame the press for that. We can also blame, blame Congress for that because we vote people in that don't listen to us and don't represent us. And don't understand what the oath they're swearing is all about. Correct. Then they say we have the uh, militia violent extremists, uh, which we believe the U.S. government is purposely exceeding its constitutional authority. Um, <laughs> I, minute, I believe that's that. Extremist? Yes, we imagine that. <laughs> then we have anarchist violent extremists, okay, who oppose all forms of capitalism, corporate globalization, and governing institutions, which are perceived as harm, harmful to society. And then we have that would be Antifa, wouldn't it? 
Yes. Then we have sovereign citizen violent extremists who believe well, that they're, they're immune Nazi. from government authority <laughs> and laws. And then we have all other domestic terrorism threats with IPs. <laughs> Just I, group it all in. Yeah, 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 yeah. And all other. Yeah, personal grievances and beliefs with potential bias related to religion, gender, and sexual orientation. Okay. okay. Uh, so. <laughs> Now, as part of so this that whole... that pretty much takes the entire citizenry of America, right? Yes. So we're so all let, let me let me ask you a question. How is this going to work out on the world stage? Mm-hmm. Uh, our passports are going to be changed under the Biden administration, where it's going to be male, female, and then you can choose. Like, there'll be an addition. So you can put non-binary, fluid, ferry, whatever, whatever it is that you want, all right? Cisgender or anything. So how does that play out in other countries that don't identify the other 84 genders? Yeah, go ahead and put um, non-binary and then go visit the Middle East. Well, what if, what if I'm in Russia and I'm stopped mm. and my passport says female, but they notice that I have an Audi? <laughs> is there a chance I can be locked up? Uh, there is a chance you're going to jail. So this or China. Is, this, this they, is everyone be loves China so much. China, China, China. They all love China so much. Go try that in China and see what happens. China just uh, celebrated their 100th anniversary of communism. And Xi Jinping came out basically saying that, you know, pretty soon Taiwan will be back where she belongs. Yep. And if any country gets in the way of China, your head will be smashed into a wall until it's bloodied. Uh, he honestly said that. He said that? He said that, yes. Okay, your head will be smashed into a steel wall until it's bloodied. Nice. Yes. Yes, uh, yes, yes. It's very very traumatic. Don't you love that? And, you know, uh, to the sound of crickets from the world, because China... Owns them. They own them. Yes, they do. They own them all. Yeah. It is disgusting that they on both sides all. of the aisle in the united states uh you know how how about mitch mcconnell you know and his uh and his wife yeah yeah they're they're owned by china as well i told you all of our legislators should wear nascar style jackets yeah absolutely when they're on the house floor and the senate floor and the jacket should show everywhere they've taken money from now talking about that uh matt rooney from save jersey blog posted this great thing a must watch assemblyman bergen blasts public employee legislators for personally profiting from budget bloat so you gotta listen to this 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 guy uh bergen he wrote uh too few people are just willing to come out and say it there are a few exceptions this week after trenton democrats rammed through a record-setting pork stuffed 47 billion dollar budget with practically no debate or zero transparency assemblyman brian bergen r district 25 took to the floor and said what we're all thinking he just listened to this guy it came to me like an epiphany it came to me you know the majority party has 52 members of that 23 of you are public employees okay (laughs) 23 of you are public employees another four are professional legislators another three on top of that draw public pensions 31 of the 52 (laughs) live off the public dime this is a surprise this is jersey man these people are professional politicians and they will never ever leave so of course they're going to approve the bloated budget because they they get the benefits from it 
Yes, they do. We are their first it. tier. That's okay? right. Okay? And how many of those legislators double and triple dip? Oh, for you Lord. people outside of New Jersey, we're famous in New Jersey yeah. for the triple dip. Yeah, absolutely. Many states have mm-hmm. the double dip, but we have the triple dip where you're a legislature and you're a also mayor, a mayor and, and a maybe you're a fireman <laughs> and a freeholder. And then you start to retire and you start stacking pensions. Yep, that's right. Because they fund, well, we fund, the taxpayers fund all of their pensions. That's right. So so it's crazy when or you think about commissioner. it. It's uh, I just I can't even begin to tell you how frustrating it is, and we get poorer, and our infrastructure just continues continues to crumble around us. Absolutely. So, uh, what's what's his name? That the the president right now, you know the thing. What's his name? The, Biden. The sock puppet. So yeah. Biden goes down to Miami. Slow Joe. Yep, 150 people are probably dead from that building collapse. Right. Yeah, right. So Biden goes down there and he gives a speech, and what does he say? The building collapse is because of global warming and the rising <laughs> sea tides. Yes, had nothing to do with the corroded rebar and the uh, and the proximity to the ocean and the fact that they probably used ocean sand back in the day to make the building concrete, which deteriorates. Listen, listen, listen to me. It's all a farce. Our infrastructure is falling apart. And listen, Schwarzenegger this week went to Europe for some climate change summit, which he flew out there, you know, on a private jet. Of course. But guess what Schwarzenegger said? He told a bunch of elites, we have to stop blaming everything on climate change because people are numb to it now. We have to pick and choose the things that are directly related and quantitative to climate change. No one's listening anymore. Which would be uh, nothing proven scientifically. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris said that the surge in immigrants coming over the border is due to climate change. Of course it is, yeah. Nothing to do with free health care, free food, free clothing, free school. Nothing to do with any of that. No, no, no. So so basically that building collapsed and all of those souls were lost because of climate change, which is our fault. You know, because I fly commercial. It's my fault. I only own one house that only has two bathrooms. It's my fault. And uh, the uh, dinosaurs, they were killed by climate change from all those giant SUVs that the cave people were driving. Is that true, I hear? That's that's definitely true. Must have been, yeah. You know, this guy Chipman, Chipwich, who's trying to become the head of the ATF, he locked his Twitter account because he doesn't want anybody to see all of his tweets. He had violent (sighs) threats and, yeah, all kinds of stuff. And now we have a few Republicans are trying to get him to unlock his account so that they can see his tweets would be interesting but it's not going to happen uh john petrolino uh wrote for ammo land about leak uh atf reports keep coming out yeah and uh he's unbelievable john john keeps writing john thank you so much uh for everything you do and uh all of these leak reports are coming out how they're in how they're investigating law-abiding gun owners they're retroactively running background checks on people so yeah so like you already got your background check and now they're checking again (laughs) and he talks about new jersey's uh william bill kastner kastner was appointed to the senior advisor to the governor on firearms another anti-gun guy he lives in south jersey and uh you know he performed uh when he was working with murphy basically it was all anti-gun initiatives i mean it's all 
a bullshit thing. It's just a way to give people salaries and keep them on the payroll and, uh, you know, feeding information to the press to meet their narrative, which we knew uh, that was going on, right? And uh, it's always now they want to blame the gun dealers. Now they want to blame the gun manufacturers. There's, um, there's a case out. I'm trying to think of where it is right now where uh, law-abiding gun owners are going to be liable uh, for gun crime, Sandy. I had the article. If anybody uh, can find it, please, you know, I got to. Oh, here. San Jose passes ordinance requiring gun owners to compensate uh, victims. Jeez. Okay. Taxpayers on gun violence. What did I tell you? Did I tell you it's all backwards? It's all upside down? Yeah. Okay. Can you believe this? That's like holding the car manufacturer. So if somebody has an accident, drunk driver has an accident with a Chevy, everybody that owns a Chevy is going to have to compensate the taxpayers to cover that accident. The gun is an innate object. Right. Okay? But yet it passed. Now, it's going to have to go all the way to the Supreme Court to be knocked down. That's the issue here. You know, it's going to cost time and money and tons of money for this okay it's going to cost tons of money and time for us to get something like this overturned because even the three liberals on the court by the way the court is uh closed right now until the fall which when when they're going to hear our corlette case um there's rumors that after the fall session uh briar is going to uh retire oh wow yeah so that biden can uh, get somebody else in there so we'll see how that works out Excuse me. Uh, how much time do we have left on this segment? We've got about oh, about three minutes. Okay, so you know, uh, it's no um, it's no surprise to you that I'm 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 contributing to this uh, short film that's being made at the Harlem Film Festival called Necessary Evil. And there's a GoFundMe out there uh, which people can make donations I'm going to be posting it all over uh, social media next week and putting it in mass email I made a contribution and I'm pitching this because my friend Kareem Hayes I just I read the first book Necessary Evil and I read uh, the second book Necessary Evil I'm I'm halfway through it but so when Kareem came out here we switched books and autographs and uh, he sent me a picture uh, of his wife reading Crime Proof and uh, he just sent me a text, and a lot of people can understand this. This this was his text after his wife read Crime Proof. He goes, when she read about the four states, you know, Cooper's color codes, mm. she confessed, she said, that's why I piss you off. I'm always in condition white, and you're always in condition yellow. We had a hell of a laugh, but she gets it. And it's true. Many in couples, uh, many of us have these arguments because – the alpha or sheepdog or protector will be in condition yellow and you're trying to jar your significant other or your kids and get them out of white right you know which white is we always say is head and ass disease and i thought it was funny that you know his wife doesn't know me from adam and she's reading the book and the first thing she picks up on is oh my husband's always in yellow and i'm always in white and that's why he's always (laughs) pissed off it is so true so Listen to this, Sandy. I mean, this is phenomenal. Anthony, I stopped at the range to pick up a copy of your book. I started reading it, and to tell you the truth, I could not put it down. Using Colonel Cooper's color code system was an excellent strategy. You covered many different scenarios in a detailed yet easy-to-read manner. As a lifelong student of the martial arts, 
and an adjunct professor at William Patterson University teaching self-defense. I am impressed with your work. I will put your book on my reading list. I would like to suggest that you introduce your book to the criminal justice studies departments in all of our state universities. The information in your book will serve our future law enforcement officers well, whether personally or in their community policing responsibilities. In fact, in my opinion, all incoming freshmen should read it. I've attached an article that I wrote to distribute to my students. It does not even scratch the surface of what you have covered. Congratulations on a job well done. The best of luck to you, Bill Pickerney. What do you think of that? I absolutely agree. Absolutely agree that every... Uh I really think law enforcement, it's kind of interesting, too, because I gave your, uh, a copy of your book to um, a, a neighbor who is in, uh, in law enforcement, and he, he's like, I've been doing this my whole life. I didn't know half of this stuff. <laughs> it's, kind of, it's kind of interesting. You know? The feedback I've been getting has, has been tremendous. And this Tuesday, if you listen to the show on Sunday, this Tuesday, July 6th from 6 to 8 p.m., I'll be autographing books. If you pre-ordered, you can come pick it up and bring it into the new building, and I will sign it. If you bought it and it got shipped to you with just my autograph on it, you can bring it down to the range, get a tour of the new facility a couple weeks before we open, and I will personalize the book for you. By the way, Sandy, of the 7,000 books that shipped, there's two surprises out there. One book I signed Tony Calandro, not Anthony Calandro. Mm-hmm. And one book I autographed in red ink. Okay. And I don't know what I'm going to do about those, but it's kind of like the Willy Wonka golden ticket. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So there's 7,000 <laughs> books out there. If you got a book that's signed Tony Calandro or you have a book that is in red ink, you should send me a message <laughs> because there might be something special coming. Very nice. Okay. Uh, yeah, you, you just never know. You, you never, never know. know right. uh, so anyway, I'm getting I'm getting all of these emails, and I just got this one. Uh, hello, Anthony. I'm sending you this email to thank you for your knowledge shared through Gun for Hire Radio as well as the knowledge passed along in your book. The other night, 12.30 a.m., my son was not feeling well. As a result, I took him to the Teaneck Pharmacy, open 24 hours to get him his medication. As I was driving up Cedar Lane, I noticed the vehicle pull up close to my truck and then fade back. As I was keeping an eye on the vehicle, as I sat at the red light, the driver again closed distance, but this time turned off his headlights. Hmm, red flag. Thinking all I have learned, I thought it best to leave the area. I decided to make a left turn at the red light, despite there being a no turn on red sign. The driver did not follow. Not sure if anything would have happened. But I figured it was best to be safe rather than sorry. It was not that long ago that I would have either not noticed a truck behind me or just thought it strange that at midnight in Teaneck on Cedar Lane, a truck pulled up behind me and turned its lights off, but I would have not have left the area. I don't know if anything would have happened but I stayed at the, if I had stayed at the light, but I may have avoided tragedy by not waiting there to find out. There are additional steps I will take next time. Thank you for all you do, Mark. Well, Mark, you survived. Who knows what was up? But see, being in condition yellow, being alert, your head on a swivel, you sense something. And let me tell you something, Mark. Your sixth sense picks something up. Right. And that was great. Maybe my book spurred that on a little bit. But yeah. your sixth sense yeah. brought that up. And who knows how it would have ended. But you and your son got to go home safely that night to write me that email. So guess what? You won. And many times people ignore their sixth sense 
But having normalcy read that, bias, yes, normalcy bias, and having read that uh, brings it to top of mind, which is wonderful. I mean, it's this is why it's very important if you care about somebody to get them a copy of this book, and it, it just it just brings everything to light and and just kind of tops off the uh, the memory a little bit when when a situation like that arises sometime in the future. You know, Brian Policastro came in. He said, I knew a bunch of stuff, he goes, but the way you put it all in order in the book mm. yeah. is what I really like. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And, uh, yeah. and then Andre that works for me, his wife came in. And she goes, thank you so much for the book. She she goes, I read it. Your book is the type of book that needs to be read a, read a couple of times. Absolutely. And then referred to, too. Listen, I put it in order. You have a kid going to college? There's a chapter on that. You going on vacation? There's a chapter on that. Just just refresh, review right. your, review exactly. it before right. you go away. Yeah, just part of the part of the preparation for the trip. I've just been getting one one feedback email and message after another. If you go on crimeproofbook.com, you'll see all of the uh, all of the reviews and accolades that people are giving me and I thank you so much. Now, remember later this year the audiobook and the Kindle book will be available as well. But right now it's just the soft cover book, crimeproofbook.com. It's a whopping $8.76. It's 304 pages. It's quality paper, quality type. It's 13 point. It's easy to read. I mean, you you saw it, Sandy. There's no cheaping it out on this no, one. No, it's not cheaping. It. No, no. So, I mean, <laughs> I just I just want people to learn and I want to hear stories like Mark Drapkin sent me that that letter we're going to start getting you know i'm going to start getting emails of people who survive stuff because of what i did like oh absolutely you know it's going to be taken yeah. one or two steps further than mark dealt with absolutely you know where people yeah. are like wow because of you i did this instead of that and i can't got home alive we have that happen with the show correct correct so i, I want to see that as a direct result from from my book and uh i really think uh uh, it's a wonderful thing. So when you get a chance, check out crimeproofbook.com. And uh, if you're around July 6th, stop by. You'll also get a free tour of the range, and that doesn't hurt. So uh, my friend Basil sends me a uh, uh, an email. Aunt, my employee, a 45-year-old married mother of four from Warwick, New York, and first-time gun owner, applied for a New York State concealed carry permit. She filled out the paperwork, and 17 months later, she was approved and picked up her permit yesterday. A bit of a wait for sure, but she is pleased and I am pissed. See you soon, because <laughs> he lives in New Jersey. So it took her 17 months, but she got her carry permit. Okay. A mother of married mother of four. Bravo. Bravo. That's what I want to hear. Oh, J.P. Stahl, retired cop. Bro, love this book. Already halfway through it. I've been doing these things over the years, but like you said, we've been called crazy. Well written and to the point. It's in plain English, which is needed. Tired of reading lawyer stuff and thief intelligence with the big words. Well done and well written. Boy, I like that. <laughs> See, we got we got good people out there. Thank you, uh, JP. I appreciate that. Are you still fighting crime the old-fashioned way? Now cut crime in half the time with a fast, easy money-saving solution. Introducing the Shipbaggerator, this year's all-new crime deterrence marvel from the makers of Gun For Hire Radio. The Shipbaggerator's compact design makes it quicker and easier to use than jail cells, parole boards, lethal injections, 
or those costly, outdated electric chairs. Just park your ship bagerator in the town square, open the lid, and drop the ship bag in. It's that simple. There's no wrong way to use it. Back and forth, side to side, round and round, ship bags go in and come out as a mound. Super sharp stainless steel blades that never need sharpening do all the work. Slice ship bags so thin, they only have one side. Built strong to last, they slice through even the toughest ship bags. Murderers, rapists, child molesters, no problem. Just set it to high, and the ship bagerator's powerful patented motor will handle them three at a time. No muss, no fuss, no bogging down. Just pop the top, drop them in, and watch as the powerful counter-rotating blades pull any size ship bag through at two feet per second. Amazing. Cleanup is a breeze. Just rinse with a fire hose or run it through the car wash. There's even a pulse setting for serial offenders. Save up the worst and delight the crowds on the 4th of July. Who needs fireworks when you've got the ship bagerator? And it's portable, so you can take it anywhere. But wait, there's more. For a limited time, we'll send you four additional sets of special stainless steel blades that never need sharpening. So now you can chop, slice, dice, and cube. The ship bagerator and four specialty blades, all for the same low, low price. Unbelievable. So don't wait. Call and get yours today. The ship bagerator is available only at Gun for Hire Radio. Operators are standing by. All right, let's do some housekeeping here. My Uncle Marty, Marty's V-Burger, who he hasn't fed me in weeks, by the way. I'm wasting away to something. <laughs> Go to martysvburger.com and get 20% off. Use your Gun for Hire ID. His chicken sandwich is deadly, but I like his uh, burger better. Uh, if you're going to New York, check out Marty's V-Burger. If not, in New Jersey, pick up in New Jersey at Freakin' Vegans in Prospect Park on Freakin' Fridays, or you can order from martysvburger.com. He has these meal kits. Uh, remember, MY, TAC Defense, Peter Tillum. He's also in the book as a reference. Uh, U.S. Law Shield, uh, use Gun for Hire uh, for a 10% code. New York TAC Defense, use Gun for Hire for a 10% code. Do not forget Decoding Firearms by John Petrolino. It's available on Amazon. It's also available at the range. Do not forget Necessary Evil, Volume 1 and 2 by Kareem Hayes, also available on Amazon. Uh, Gun Lawyer Podcast, Evan Knappen, exposing the truth about the laws designed to strip you of your freedoms and rights. The quarantine crawl, Sandy, has hit a milestone. 350 wow. Pro 2A business products and services. You know, my buddy Laszlo from Monster Coatings, yeah. Laz says that he goes to the quarantine crawl page first before he goes anywhere Good, else. As we all should. My buddy John G. Russo from Lynnhurst Plumbing and Heating, he goes there first before he goes anywhere else. People send me messages. Do you know a plumber? Here. Do you know this? Here. Do you know a doctor? Here. Quarantinecrawl.com. All the two-way groups are, are listed on it as well. From NJ2AS, ANJRPC, CNJFO. Um, NJ2AS, uh, they're all, everybody's there. So check it out, please. 
Uh, don't forget Mama Yolanda's till September, 15% discount if you want to check out her, her, her Italian gravy. Within the next two or three weeks, ladies and gentlemen, Mount Gunmore, first floor, will be opening. Two new ranges, one 15-port member-only range, one 10-port overflow range, both 25 yards. We will have pop-up quarantine crawl food every weekend, a large lounge and refreshment area, 220 parking spaces, tons and tons of surprises, large retail area, members, buyers, club, etc., etc. Oh, my God. Here we go. <clears throat> Let's talk a little bit more about, do I have any letters? Oh, I got this letter from my friend Jess. She wrote, so on your show this week, you talked about grassroots efforts and local government positions. When RJ and I were voting, I noticed two seats open for county committee members. I told him to write himself and me in, and we did the same thing, and we won our elections. LOL. <laughs> Other people wrote themselves in but didn't coordinate with anyone else, so they won with two votes. <laughs> you may address me as your highness moving forward. That's right. I'm emperor, so cool. And then she wrote, thank you. By the way, I haven't even started your book yet. I just worked two 20-hour days in a row, and now every day for the last two months has been 11 to 15 hours. Things should calm down this week, and then I'm going to dig in. I'm really looking forward to it, Jess. Thank you, Jess and uh, RJ. Who knew to call him RJ? Now i got to call him RJ. I knew him as Rob Bermudez, but I guess RJ is the way <laughs> to go. Uh, thank you so much, and uh, yeah, dig in. So see, grassroots, get involved. Bill Hayden just became a Sussex County uh, committee member. So get in low and uh, make some changes. Yep. Now, you all know I'm not, I was not the hugest fan of Jack Cittarelli, but I'm backing him 100%. And from here on in, you will hear me talk Jack Cittarelli, Jack Cittarelli, Jack Cittarelli. Okay? Support him. Back him up. we got to get Murphy the Clown out. As far as the tip of the spear raffle, it's going to be going now within the next two, three, four weeks when the range opens. If you show me proof that you donated to one of the five organizations, FPC, NJ2AS, ANJRPC, CNJFO, and Second Amendment Foundation, SAF, any one of those organizations, every donation gets you one more into the raffle where you will win a seven-foot dory that you will have absolutely no use for, <laughs> but you will say that you have it. And it was made, custom-made by member, gold member Henry Monteferrant. I have one, and you will have one, and we will have a signing and an autographing, and you will also get a crime-proof book personalized as well in that photo. So, of course, uh, we have a lot of individual people that donate it, but some uh, people I want to talk about that do not stop, okay? Matthew Beeb, three more. Jim Howard, again. Michael Candido, who owns Jay Moore, who did all the mechanical work in the buildings. Again, he donated. And Dominic Fitzy, again, Sandy. <laughs> the rest of you people listening, don't you want to win this, Dory? Don't you want to win the case in New Jersey to get rid of firearms ID cards, this scheme, this illegal scheme? Well, if you want to do that, I need your support, okay? So make a donation and send it to Anthony at gunforhire.com uh, and show me proof and get ready for the raffle. Okay, I want to talk about some learning. Uh, I could get into the book a little bit, but I want to talk about this. This, this, we, everybody's cheering this on, but I read a nugget in here. 
Texas parents chase down and shoot peeping Tom outside daughter's window. Okay? This was in the post. Don't mess with Texas parents. A husband and wife in Houston chased down an alleged peeping Tom lurking outside their 10-year-old daughter's bedroom window and shot him. The couple said they heard their daughter scream late Sunday when she spotted the man touching himself. She looks out, out over the window and this guy is at their window. He took my daughter's innocence away. Armed with handguns, the parents rushed out of their house and went after the creep who was apparently intoxicated. The father said he and his wife ordered the sicko to lie down in the yard and wait for police to arrive, but the man refused and walked to a nearby gas station. The couple followed him, and the dad went inside the station to call 911 while the mom held the suspect outside. Seriously, so first thing is, you know, if you chase a fleeing felon, you got to be careful, all right? I know it's your daughter. You run outside, you hold that guy at bay until the police come. If he continues to walk, then you follow him. I can't believe neither one of them had a cell phone. Yeah, right. On their person. I, obviously, you run out of the house very fast. You don't think about your phone. It happens. But now the dad leaves the mom holding the guy at gunpoint, and he goes inside to dial 911. In my perfect world, I would have sent wifey to dial 911. Would you agree, Sandy? I would, yeah. Okay, but maybe she's the alpha in that relationship. But so the dad went inside to call 911 while the mom held the suspect outside. But the perp allegedly wrestled the gun out of the woman's hands and pointed at her. I think we have a learning segment here. Yep. How did the bad guy get the gun out of mom's hand? She was way too close. Yes. Which is when her husband shot him. The suspect was hit at least three times and was in the hospital in critical but stable condition. Okay, his name has not been released. Deputies say the incident will be referred to the Harris County DA's office to be reviewed by a grand jury. Officials noted that both the mom and dad are licensed handgun carriers. We don't want we didn't want this guy to get shot. The mom told oh, the mom made a statement to the to the media. Wrong. Is that a, is that a no no? Wrong, 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 wrong. Yeah, wrong. read crime proof. We didn't want this guy to get shot. The bomb said we were waiting for police to detain him because I'm pretty sure if he did this to my children, he's going to do it of a lot of other children out there. We are praying for the suspect, and we are also praying for his family. So it's going to go to grand jury. It's Texas. It can go either way, whether they're going to be charged or not. You know, but there's a good chance they 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 can be charged. Yeah, because there's a lot. Texas is purple, but you. The guy managed to get her gun away. The mom is lucky she's not dead. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, the guy was drunk. Who he knows drunk. the whole mechanics yeah. of this? But sure. how, you know, and everybody's cheering it on. Texas, mother and father follow a peeping Tom and shoot him. Yay, bravo. If I had a daughter and I caught a guy looking in the window, I'm probably not going to shoot him. I'm probably going to bag him and bring him in the basement, and he's yeah. going to be my summer project. Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, but. but is and, this torch hot? <laughs> so not that i'm disagreeing with everything they did you get emotional you get caught up but wow if you look at it to have her gun taken away and why the father would go to use 911 and not the wife and i know i'm gonna hear i'm gonna get email from people are you saying women can't handle it as well i i don't know but you think a guy who was drunk would perceive a, a male as more dominant than a female in a situation like that right uh, I know he's not going to get that on the ground. So you just keep your distance. Keep 10 to 12 feet distance from the guy and just keep an eye on her whereabouts until the police come. Obviously, she was too close. Obviously, you know, he might have been emotionally disturbed or drunk or whatever. 
that's and then talking to the press afterwards and making a statement yeah if it goes the wrong way at the grand jury the uh -huh. first thing the lawyer is going to say now if she told the press that what else did the parents tell the, the police right right you have to lawyer up there's a whole chapter in my book that was written by evan knappen on how to deal with the police when you're pulled over how to deal with the police when they come to your house okay and knappen calls it sack remain silent request an attorney and do not consent to a search it's very very simple and the same thing there the mother and father at that point should have had their the police secure their firearms and uh, tell them that they're not feeling well they need to go to hospital and get med medical treatment and that's when they should have lawyered up from that point and they should not be making any statements to the media press at all what happens to people is that uh if you survive a violent encounter Usually the first thing you feel is elation. Are you one? Unfortunately, for most law-abiding citizens with a conscience, the next thing you feel is guilt. Yeah. And you, you feel like, you know, wow. The criminal doesn't I, feel that. The sociopath no, no, does not yeah. feel that. Yeah. You know, you feel like, wow, maybe I shouldn't have done that. Maybe I couldn't have done that. Some people experience what's known as the mark of Cain, where you yeah. think people can see you and you've taken another life, right? right. So what happens is, Sandy, uh, this guy is peeping in your daughter's room, playing with himself, exposed, and you're angry, and then he comes towards your wife, and they're wrestling for the gun, and you come back out of the gas station, and you shoot him. Well, so the elation and the victory hits first, and then the next thing that happens to most good people is you start to feel a little guilty. And usually, and this is all in my book, right? So usually you start to feel a little guilty. And what happens is the police come to the scene just as the rush of guilt is coming in. Now, here comes the police who you normally represent, you know, the law and order and truth and justice. So people have been known to say things to the police arriving on the scene like, oh, my God, I didn't mean to shoot him. Or it all happened so fast. I don't know what happened. Well, if you say stuff like that... <laughs> It's not going to play well in a court of law no. when, when the police officer puts that in his report. I mean, six months later, before a grand jury or six months later, a trial, the prosecutor is going to go, uh, Mr. Berardi, did you or did you not tell the first officer mm -hmm. on the scene you didn't mean to shoot him? That's right. Uh, uh, but, but, but yes or no, sir? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mr. Berardi, did you or did you not tell the first officer on the scene it all happened so fast you don't know what happened? Yeah, Your Honor, but no, 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 no. Did, yes or no answer. Right. So you told the first officer on the scene it all happened so fast, you don't know what happened, but yet here today your lawyer submitted as evidence a 32-page statement from you saying what happened that day. But yet when it was fresh on your mind when the first officer arrived on the scene, you said it all happened so fast you don't remember what happened. So is this a fabricated story you're submitting to the courts today? Were you lying then or are you lying now? And the whole time your lawyer's sitting next to you going, you know, this would have been a lot easier yeah, if you kept your right, mouth shut. Right, exactly. So Knappen says silent, right? So we're going to take it one step further from another master of mine, Masad Ayub, basically. The, you can never be denied medical treatment, okay? Right. So there's a good chance if you're in a violent encounter of any magnitude from small or large, this one you saw your daughter, 
you know, her innocence was taken away. You chased somebody down the street, ran into a gas station with your gun, fight or flight reflexes, tunnel vision, time dilation, short of breath, blood pressure skyrocketing, epinephrine cruising through your body, right? You go inside, you make a phone call, you come out, you see the perp has got the gun on your wife. Now you just shoot a guy three times. He goes down on the ground. It's not like the movies. There's blood everywhere. He's moaning. He's crying. He's screaming for his family, his mommy, whatever, whatever, whatever. There's a good chance you can have a heart attack. Oh, yeah. There's a very good chance that something you could have a stroke under this stress and duress that your body, you know, it's like an on-off switch. It's going to shut down. Right. So, as soon as the police arrive, officer, I want to comply fully, but I'm experiencing chest pains and shortness of breath. They cannot deny you medical treatment. And the other thing is, if an ambulance comes and gives you something to relax you, from that point on, anything you say, you're not liable for. Right. Okay? Has anybody ever gone and had an outpatient surgery and they say, do not operate heavy equipment or (laughs) sign any contracts for the next 24 hours? It's the same protection. Yeah, exactly. So, that is what you want to do. I want to comply fully. That's Masada Yub's words, by the way. Here's the firearm, and I want to comply fully, officer, but I'm not feeling good. You and your wife in Texas go to the hospital. Maybe they fill you up with some happy stuff. They have your vitals. This is when you pull your U.S. Law Shield card out of your wallet if you live in the 49. If you live in New York, you pull your NY Tech Defense card out. And you call your counsel and say, I've been involved in a shooting, I've been involved in a stabbing, I've been involved in a break-in in my house, and I need somebody. And they will call the detectives and say, we'd like to set an appointment up for my client to be interviewed. Okay? So uh, you lawyer up. You get medical treatment. So the medical treatment has two reasons to it, right? It's not just a ruse to buy you time to get legal counsel. It's also an important thing to protect your medical health. So let's think about a quote from our 16th president. Abraham Lincoln said, any man who defends himself in a court of law has a fool for an attorney. That's right. All right. So if you think that you are going to babble your way out of a situation 30 seconds after you had a violent encounter and you think it's going to survive muster and scrutiny for the next three, four, five years, you're wrong. Forget it. So that's my learning today. Uh, See you July 6th if you want to come out for the book signing, picture taking, and new building tour. Sandy, talk about VHS of Ocean County, my friend. We are raising money for disabled veterans and homebound veterans who are in need of care or memory care. Uh, You can go to GoFundMe and search for VHS of Ocean County, VHS of Ocean County, every single donation, 100% of it goes to care for a vet, Uh, no administrative fees, no costs, any of that other stuff, and plus, it is a 501c3 organization, community-based organization, so your donations are likely 100% tax deductible, although I am not an accountant, As Ainsley Reynolds would say, check with your tax advisor. Well, it looks like you've done it again. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun For Hire Radio. Gun For Hire Radio is a counterthink media production. The music used in this broadcast was managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. On behalf of our show host, Master Trainer Anthony Calandro, and the rest of the crew here at Gun For Hire Radio, we do thank you so much for listening. The book is Crime Proof. Think like a criminal and beat them at their own game. 
Get one for someone you care about. Have them read it. It is an excellent, excellent source to keep you out of trouble. Love you guys. Happy Independence Day. And remember, it is Independence Day. And remember, you do have to exercise your freedom in order to maintain it. Love you guys. See you next week. From sea to the shine.